Hi guys, welcome to the podcast, The Trailblazer's Journey. The place to be if you are curious about life and the world in which we live today and are passionate about personal growth and self-development. I'm your host, Simon Majid, well-being and transformational life coach, speaker and mental health advocate. On today's episode, we have with us energy healer, India Majori. India uses different healing methods, including health kinesiology and bioenergetics to reconnect her clients back in with their souls. She heals her clients from past pain and moves them through into a state of empowerment. As we're in the throes of the corona pandemic right now, I couldn't think of a more perfect guest to have on the podcast to discuss the current state of the world, what are the key learnings we can take away from this global crisis and also how do we manage our well-being over the next few weeks. If you enjoy the episode, please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Hi India. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the Trailblazers Journey podcast. So do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners first of all? Oh, thank you for having me on. Um, My name is India. I'm also known as the energy coach. I am a energy healer, a bioenergetics practitioner, health kinesiologist, uh, a spiritual coach and mentor as well. And what I do is I combine my spiritual practices and bundle them up to help um, heal my clients from their past trauma, allowing them to move forwards, feeling empowered and free. Amazing. And um, we are going to be talking more about what bioenergetics means, what health health kinesiology means, because for a lot of people, this will be the first time that you'll be hearing these terms. And so um, I'm looking forward to India talking more about um, about in more detail about what she does, basically. But um, so the reason why I invited India to the podcast today was because I just feel that as we are in this global pandemic, um, we the focus needs to be on what we can learn as a human species, how we manage our well-being through this time, because there is sort of this collective anxiety in the air at the moment and the air has, like feels thick with it. So how do you navigate through that? Um, so I'm really excited about what India is going to share with us. Um, so first of all, I just want to ask you, India, what are your personal um, thoughts on what this is saying to us as a human species? I, well, Mother Earth is speaking loud and clear. There's a lot of, um, there's been a lot of like natural disasters. I don't know if you heard about uh, the, the earthquake that happened in Croatia. I think it was yesterday. No. Um, yeah, it was five, 5.5 on the Richter scale. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of natural disasters. Um, recent times and this one is a global disaster and it's giving us this time to reset rethink re-navigate you know it doesn't matter what position you are in whether you're fortunate to have this time and space at home or whether you are working on the front line in in nhs or or any sort of caregiving sort of Mm -hmm places we have no other option but to rethink and re-strategize life Mm. 
and what is important and what what is it that that really we need do do we need all this fast fashion do we need all of this instant yesterday access to everything you know is is this really a time where we just need to stop and be still wow so saying that that just makes my heart go because i'm like it, it like do we need all of this fast fashion if we start questioning that truly internally that could change the world as we know it like completely turn things around and so I think that's what's really interesting about this time just the fact that you're you've said that and that there'll be other people questioning those things um it really puts how we've been living in to question doesn't it it does you know you know and all the all the eco-friendly worries out there like I've started to you know bit by bit and I know you have as well and as a collective people have started to sort of you know think again all these reusable things actually what's going on in the world in terms of you know things selling out in the supermarket doesn't bother a lot of people with a lot of things because they can just put it in the wash or reuse Mm -hmm. it whatever this you know whether that is cotton buds or um reusable baby wipes or you know kitchen towels things like that just put it in the wash it's not really a big thing because people yeah to think sustainably so the more so you what you're saying is people have already almost been preparing for this in some ways oh yeah you, <laughs> going off on a tangent aren't we now but yeah um we were i have um a sort of healing uh whatsapp group all these w- beautiful women that i studied with we've we've uh, kept very close um friendships going and it's been popping off recently for obvious reasons you know we're helping yeah. each other out um you know and helping each other with with clients and stuff and but it's weird how all of us have said on a unconscious level how we kind of have been preparing for this yeah so there's some things like my partner before it we started to really think okay we need to worry or not need to worry but be aware of it he started cooking frantically just our fridge is full of all these meals nice you know I've sort of started to wrap up I started wrapping up loads of stuff and I feel really prepared for some unknown reason I had you know one thing that I didn't do is have get my hair cut and I've been having (laughs) it's been in my head this for like months so I must have my hair cut. But then I just think, oh, no, I don't need it yet. I don't need it yet. But I, my body almost knew you need to have it cut because you're not going to be able to have it cut for a while. Yeah. And um, all of, you know, my friends were saying the same thing, how they started to grow. For example, they're fortunate. Some of them have got gardens. They've started to grow um, their own vegetables and they started to um, stock up on this and do that. And, you know, before any of this started to happen as... as yeah. As subconsciously, I do feel a lot of us have been, you know, preparing without even realizing. It's interesting, isn't it? And actually, you talk, you say that because one of my um, friends um, in London, she they bought an allotment a few weeks ago, and I said, by the time this is done, you're going to have your own vegetables, like (laughs) you know, Um, and 
going forward, you know, it sets you up for the future. Um, and it is, it's really, really, I just, I just, I think I, I'm finding it super fascinating. I'm finding this whole, like the human experience and, and, and what this is doing for so many, so many of us and making us question things is absolutely fantastic. But, um, you know, so India, I mean, I was listening to Russell Brand and Gabor Mate on um, his podcast a few days ago, and um, we keep saying it's a global, uh, you know, pandemic, and this is the first time humanity has faced something like this. But actually, what Gabor Mate was saying that, well, no, it's the first time the West has experienced something on this scale because for a lot of people in the world dying of diarrhea or you know hunger that's their normality that is the norm their normality so because this is the the first time that this is happening in the west um and there's this sort of collective anxiety around it how do you how how do you feel about this you know how, you know how do we manage this and how, yeah just your thoughts do you feel it i feel yeah i i feel strangely calm yeah i feel my emotions personally i feel prepared but it doesn't mean that i'm not feeling the world's emotions yeah uh as i was saying to you earlier i feel nauseous mm. so i feel sick nauseous like but i know that's not my that's not mine um, i had a migraine earlier this week and migraines headaches are renowned well energetically mean you're taking on other people's problems okay and um, so I knew that, there, that I knew there was a reason why I had that migraine. I was almost taking on the world's issue. And I know a lot of people are feeling scared themselves, yeah. but on top of all of their own emotions, they'll be picking up on everyone else's as well. You know, I, I work a lot with energy, so I'll, I'll break that down of what that exactly means. So um, energy is a vibration yeah you you know you work down through you know through past your cells you get molecules you get atoms you get subatomic particles we you know within those subatomic particles there's just a mass amounts of space and those subatomic particles move that is energy that's that movement that's mm. that frequency and we're all made up of subatomic particles, the same subatomic particles, whether you're looking through, you know, we're looking through our laptops, laptops, you know, metal, um, wood, skin, organs, animals, eyeballs, whatever you think, mm. all made up of the same elements, but yeah. just a different formula. Yeah. Just in a different way. And, um, so would you say an emotion is, is a real thing? Um, that's a difficult question. Is it a perception? Would you feel an emotion? Yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah. So it's real? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just because we, we don't see it, just because yeah. we're there, 
it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's exist. It's an existing thing. Yeah. Thing that we call an emotion. It's a vibrational frequency, which is made up of the same subatomic particles, but just in a different way, like a gas. You know, you can't yeah. see it, but you smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel you certain gases. Yes. But it can keep you alive. We, we're breathing in air. Yes, yes. You know, when it when it changes slightly, when it heats up, you can kind of see in the the, the distance there. You know that wave of of heat coming from from wherever. You know. Yeah. It, it's that's energy so when we feel an emotion where we're putting out into the stratosphere into the, into the universe a, a frequency mm. a higher vibrational frequency is is a is an elevated emotion it's a positive emotion it's a happy feeling love gratitude a lower vibrational frequency is you know uh, anger, sadness, anxiety, everything mm. is feeling. So as, a, as one person, one singular person is feeling an emotion. So you're yeah. putting out, say, the collective energy at the minute is ang- uh, it's anxiety, say. For yeah. So one person's feeling anxiety and fear. You're putting that out into the world. So, you know, maybe your best friend might pick up on it and just say, hey, you okay? Because, you know, you're connected she knows you she might yeah something you kind of have that sixth sense because that person has put that energy out and you and that you and that person are friends so you're connected in some way or form yes where your best friend can sense you know yes that's just one case then you get two three four five six seven whole world collective energy feeling the same feeling the same energy yeah feel the force of yeah. frequency on everyone's shoulders so although you're feeling that energy you then have the world feeling the same so you can sense that so you have that feeling of i don't know for me at the minute it's nausea i had a migraine it could be it could come out in so many different ways i got a cold as well other people are getting sick as you know the coronavirus people are getting sick mm. um but if you you have if you're fortunate enough not to have caught it what is it that are you feeling you know it bring up what is it are, are you feeling sick are you feeling unwell are, are your emotions un, unrational in your eyes you know is this mm. or is this everyone's it's a vote yeah so 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 what you're saying then basically is that the we're all vibrating so the vibration the frequency out in the world at the moment is of anxiety yeah and that's fear and anxiety and that's why we're all absorbing it yeah, yeah. and therefore uh, uh, and so it's coming from ourselves and those around us so how do you so for, for example with you um you know, you say nausea and migraine. How would you deal with that? There's no, there's no sort of one, yeah. Quick, uh, you know, one you know thing that fixes all. The way that I, the way that I've managed my health this week, I suppose, is I developed a migraine. Yeah, and I thought, hang on a minute. I haven't had a migraine for goodness knows how long. Yeah. Why have I got a migraine? Because I'm, I'm feeling the pressure. 
why am I yeah. feeling pressure? Well, because I feel like I have to perform more to help my clients, to help more, to help more. Why do I feel like that? Because there's so many people telling me through emails, through every, you know, these loving, caring emails that you're getting or online stuff to step up, step doing, do more, help more. So I developed that migraine because of that. So as soon as I started to realize that, I started to break down. Why why have I got this migraine? Yeah. It's because I feel like this. Why do I feel like this? It's because this has happened. Okay, so have I taken this off? Yes. Yeah. Breaking it down. And and look, my migraine didn't suddenly go poof. Yeah. Yeah. I suddenly had a deeper understanding of what my body was teaching me. Yes. I had this choice of, okay, I can carry on feeling stressed, take on the world's problems, feeling like I'm taking on the world's problems, feel pressured, and I carry on sort of feeling like I'm being backed into a corner with this yeah. Or I can just work through, I can acknowledge that my body needs space and time and, and rest, and that's what I did, I slept. And I can just start maybe not following certain people on social media or, you know, unsubscribe from all of these <laughs> yeah. emails that I'm getting and shake it off and start sticking to my own lane and doing what I feel is right for me, not what someone yeah. is telling me to do. So, I mean, you know, everyone's going to be feeling different things and that was just my experience. But yeah. what I can share now is just break down symptoms and also root cause. Yeah, root cause, emotional yeah. symptoms. Yeah. yeah, I can totally resonate with that uh, because I, I had exactly the same. It was like this panic of like, right, I've got to step up, you know. And as an empath, you, you, you naturally default to that, that sort of like, right, this is now my role, you know. And until it becomes overwhelming and you've then got to question actually, you know, and my question later was going to be, how do we stay in our own lane and in alignment with our own purpose? But actually, I'm going to ask you that later, because what I do really want to ask you is for those people out there who are panicking and maybe have never done any deep work, have never sort of, you know, what you've just described, getting to the, the root cause, questioning yourself, having self-awareness predominantly, maybe they've never meditated and gone inwards maybe they're not even open to these practices um how do you think people's mindsets can be changed with regards to consciousness and waking up and i know it's a really big question and and so what i want to do is break it down maybe into two parts so first of all can we just talk about consciousness and this idea of being awake or woke first so yeah consciousness is being it's awareness yeah um it's being aware but mm-hmm. when when you mean it in a spiritual sense it's are you it, it's mindfulness mindfulness is basically yeah. a translation of of consciousness really yeah. but broken down in, in a more manageable way for for some people to to understand it's you know are you mindful of what you're thinking about during this conversation are you mindful of um you know, when you eat, the texture in your mouth, when, uh, how, how many times do you chew? Are you thinking of something else? Are you thinking of the washing? 
um, it's being conscious is being aware. You're being aware of your thoughts. You're being aware of your actions. You're being aware of what you see, you notice, you feel. It's just the heightened, the more conscious you are, the, mm. high, the, the more heightened you, you sense. It's your senses, but yeah. at a level. Yeah. And just your five senses. You're not a five sensory being. You're a, you're a multifaceted sensory being. Yeah. In, and I won't go too deep spiritually, but it gives you more of, of a deeper knowing of life, I suppose. Yeah. Understanding. Mm-hmm. And so what's the difference between India, uh, between someone who isn't, um conscious someone who's living unconsciously and someone who's living consciously um sorry <laughs> on the spot <laughs> i just want it to be clear for people what that looks like well the, there's so many different ways to answer this uh, a conscious person won't ever judge anyone else which is probably impossible. Where, <laughs> yeah. Well, the most, I mean, for, you know, enlightenment, you know, uh, you know, yeah. the most conscious you could ever become, the most enlightened you can ever become is just to not judge anyone else on yeah. else's journey. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't ever say that I don't judge because I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not perfect. Um, but I would say I'm more conscious than, than some. Yeah. Um, what is the difference? I suppose this modern day, okay, so let's go back to what this is, this coronavirus is, um, it's changing in our life. You know, you have the rat run, the rat race. You know, you go to work, you wake up, you clean your teeth in the same, you clean your bottom left first and the bottom right, then the top right, then the top left, the same order. Then you make yourself a coffee and then you probably on the go, on the tube. I live in London, so that's that's normal for me, tube. And and then you do nine to five, then you go home and then it's the same routine. You have the same routine doing the same thing. It's, 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 you don't think about it. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. That is in a way without, I'm not saying this through judgment, but I'm saying this more of a, a descriptive and understanding way is being unconscious of your behaviors. Yeah. Even if you just wake up, clean your teeth and be like, hey, just wanna, I'm going to clean my teeth bottom right first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, why not break yeah. that clean, change it, get something different, start noticing what is going on in your head at the time? Because yes. there will be stuff going on in your head. Yeah. What is it? Are you thinking about work? What about work are you thinking about? You know, is your, is your brain constantly filled with thoughts? Okay, well, that's nothing wrong in that. But yeah. what are you thinking of? Are they yeah. write them down? Notice them. And I'm not saying, you know, that you shouldn't have any of this but it's just being aware of what actually your body is going through. And mm. what I was saying earlier about having, you know, migraine, um, it was my body speaking to me. Yeah. But am I listening? Yeah. Well, 
I wasn't before, hence why I got the migraine. <laughs> yes. And then the migraine, okay, now I'm listening. Yes. Just being aware, but I'm aware in a, in a way, like in so many different, you know, multifaceted ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that goes back to my question about how to stay awake through this process, because like I, like I was saying earlier, um, you know, there are as coaches, as healers, as therapists or what have you, there are a lot of messages being um, conveyed about stepping up to the mark and actually, um, you know, and, and reacting quick to what's going on. But actually, if it's not in alignment with your purpose, your journey, um, you can very quickly become unconscious and start behaving in ways that you wouldn't because you're panicking. So secondly, the second part of the question, India, was how, how do you think, do you think people will become more aware? Do you think people will become more conscious? I think there's no other choice to become more aware. I think um, it's whether that you accept or whether you fight against. Yeah. And that's where the problems are going to lie. It's, you know, we will want this change. You don't know where this is going to go. Right. No. And, and I'm really fortunate. I'm sitting in a really fortunate seat here because I haven't experienced the coronavirus. I'm fortunate that I don't work in the NHS in the sense yeah. of an experience what this is actually doing to people. I don't, none of my family have, have had it. And, and I live in a place where it's quite calm and outside of London. So I've got greenery. Um, so I am fortunate in that sense, but, I have clients who are on the front line. You know, I have clients who are working all day, every day. And I also have clients who are in a position like, like me, but they're experiencing severe anxiety and, and stress. So, I mean, all across the board, I'm, I am sort of helping my clients with, but you can't help, but it, it, it is change. You can't, you can't ignore that. And even if you are working every day, all the hours, helping and, and, and making this huge sacrifice of self, because mm. that's, mm. you know, that's what the NHS are doing and all yeah. of the caregivers, sacrificing self to help others because there's no other option, there's no other choice. There is still a big lesson in whatever, whatever that is. Yeah. We don't know what that, we don't know what that lesson is. And there's going to be a lot of upset. There's going to be a lot of grief. People are experiencing grief now. And we don't know what that silver lining is. Mm. Before we fight against it. Resist it. Res yeah. Resist it. The harder this journey is going to be. Mm. So we just need a jump on. And then just, I'm about to say enjoy the ride, but it's not going to be an enjoyable one. I'm not going <laughs> to, it's not, yeah. it's going to be uncomfortable. Accept it accept it yeah. yeah it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be bumpy but i've been explaining actually a lot recently to my clients it's just flowing like water you know just imagine just imagine yourself like a, a stream a flowing stream yeah. if there's a boulder in the way it just flows past it changes direction yes moving forwards doesn't it yeah and that's all we've got to do is just keep moving forwards and um doesn't matter what ex what situation you're you're in you are moving forwards and if there are 
you know, if you are experiencing trauma right now, because there's a lot of people that are, it is to be kind to yourself and, yes. and look after you. You are important. Like, don't don't ignore the fact that you need care. And yes. if that is what you're experiencing now, then that's what you need to be experiencing now for you to start. Maybe, maybe the lesson is putting yourself first. Yes. Everyone's different. I'm just putting it out there, you know. But. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Because right now, if you're, if you're not sort of um, looking after and nurturing your own well-being, then you are going to remain unconscious. You're not going to see the beauty in this time either. Because there is beauty. There's also adversity. But there's also beauty in this time. Being, having, if you, like you said, if you're fortunate enough to be working from home or you know, you're, you're sort of sheltered from it, then there are ways that you can make the most of this time as well. Being quiet, not having the hustle and bustle, not having to rush from A to B and, you know, and your diary's full of things, you know, so it's about how to, how to, you know, really make the most of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that could be putting your mental and emotional and physical well-being first. Yeah, completely. And like, you know, we're all, we're all nervous about money. We're all nervous about finance. Yes. We're both self-employed. Yes. There's a lot of people similar to us or businesses, you know, who are hiring, you know, you know, even five, six, seven, ten, hundreds of people, whatever. But everyone's nervous, of course, rightly. But how are we going to change? How are we going to adapt? And yeah. the, the way that we adapt and change in this situation is, is something that can help us, our mind, body and spirit throughout the rest of our lives. Is this going to be, you know, the change that we actually needed? Mm. We might not know, like I said, we won't notice tomorrow, but we might not realise look, looking back five years from now being like, ah, OK, what I did to adapt this situation and change the situation actually has helped for whatever reason. Yeah being the person that I am now you know do you have regrets looking back into your life in the past you know if you do have regrets what do you regret why do you regret them yeah what do you learn from it you know everything is a learning experience yeah so India tell us a little about your a little bit about your own journey and so how you came into this work and how you became an, a healer um I try and sum it up as well, I'm sorry. But I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was in the fashion industry before. Yeah. Um, I worked um, very long hours. As a teenager, though, I was quite rebellious, got in trouble, yeah. took lots of drugs, basically a party lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, and in the fashion industry, it's, it, it's, it's very high stress, everything that you can imagine. I still have a lot of friends now who are still in the industry who are struggling still to find that that happy environment. Yeah. But I met, you know, I met some loving friends from the industry. It just um, caused a lot of trauma, I suppose. I experienced a lot of trauma. And emotionally, I was exhausted. I had uh, anxiety, severe IBS. Probably spouts of depression, even though I probably wouldn't. I've had admitted it at the time, but yeah. the IBS symptoms that I had got me to actually listen. So I was in and out of the doctors, 
um asking what can I do and they they were just like well it's just one of those things you know it might go it might not but take this just to see and I was I just there was just something in me that just wouldn't accept that wouldn't accept that that's just it I don't know wasn't aware why I wouldn't accept it but I just I just didn't so I kept on going back and I kept on I don't know asking questions and I kept on looking at this and that and the other and I found my mum actually found a health kinesiologist which is a um, holistic therapist yeah works at um, balancing out your energy system and instantly after my first session I um, noticed such drastic change so I going back and my IBS was healing it was over a, a long period of time um because I was going back to the stressful environment at work and um but I suppose it it taught me a lot I grew a lot and changed a lot and developed a lot and I was so interested in the work that I decided you know I really wasn't happy at in fashion that I just decided to train so I did that alongside work at the time um and yeah then then I left the fashion industry and 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 now now I'm here wow amazing <laughs> yeah how long ago was that uh, it's not too long ago to be honest probably about three years three years oh, not ago. long at all yeah I really left the industry but I've been in the you know I've been healing for the last five six years amazing I mean it was like I said it was it's it's spanned out over a long period of time yeah 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 before you actually physically made that shift you were already on that journey yeah yeah and I I I've done some creative bits this year actually in in fashion it's been quite fun oh nice yeah yeah it's been quite fun to be creative again and interestingly enough so okay okay it's quite interesting to (laughs) surrender and letting go you know I got yeah this opportunity to work on a film and I was like well it's not really aligned with what I'm doing anymore you know why would I do it it's not it's not it's not really aligned with what I'm doing yeah. but it was a kind of an opportunity that I was like oh okay it'd be silly to not consider yeah so I accepted and went along for the ride and it was it was hardcore by experience it was such a nice experience I, I i met some really loving people and it brought up a lot of unhealed trauma from my fashion wow yeah so i um i was able then to sit down and figure out okay what is it that still needs work and i was able to heal yeah. a lot you know, a lot of past trauma, but my whole body at some stages went through complete shock. You know, the stuff, the stuff that I experienced was just high stress. Yeah. In industry and, and that almost, your body has that memory. Of yes. So when certain situations happen, I noticed that I'd just freak out. I'd freak out. I became insecure, stressed, you know, all of these emotions. And I'm like, why am I feeling like this? okay let's just break oh wow that's really that's profound so uh what was the film what was the, what did you do did well, you, were you designing no I wasn't designing I was um sort of I did a bit of tailoring and and, oh, nice. and and sort of making 
it was um it was mission impossible <laughs> but then they that broke down they stopped because they went to venice didn't they that all the filming they were about to start filming in venice on the monday the monday that the whole the whole city got locked down oh right yeah, so that stopped all film industries have, have stopped work you know there's a lot of yeah. people are really worried about you know yeah oh wow that's incredible though i love that random. i love so random but also <laughs> a few few things there like you just surrendered to it in fact actually it, it gave you an opportunity to work to work through past trauma and the fact that it's just such a nice creative opportunity yeah so that's fun. Really cool. it was fun and i met some really lovely people and and this i suppose is change i changed i adapted and yeah. who knows what the outcome is going to be but just go along for the ride eh? And yeah see where it ends up I love that because that's not putting yourself in a box like right okay now I'm an energy healer that is all I'm you know because uh, I, I think also there's fear around that because I do I you know as you know I teach a belly dance class and sometimes I do think but I'm a coach will people take me seriously if they know that I'm also teaching a belly dance class mm-hmm. as a coach and I think that there's all this constant sort of like internal sort of battle that goes on and then you think but this is part of who I am as well. And that's like with you. Yeah, yeah without that, you, there's no sort of, you're meditating when you belly dance. Yes. You're healing. Yeah, 100%. It's all tied. Or It's all tied together. Um, so India, can you give us some practical tools on how people can remain mentally and emotionally healthy over the next three months and possibly beyond? Uh Yes, I can. I can give you some tips, which I'm going to break it down into two yeah. sections for two types of people. First type of person is the person that is working their ass off right now. Yeah. You have kids at home now and they're still yeah. working and they're under huge amounts of stress, under, you know, upholding huge amounts of trauma and, let, and not much time. I would, I would, suggest to them mindful rest so whether that is three minutes yeah. or five yeah or however long you do you go into that bedroom shut the door or wear a bathroom even or whatever wherever room that you have that quiet time whether even a minute yeah set that timer and you breathe and you're not meditating don't it's not meditating it's not it's not anything apart from closing your eyes and being you can put classical music on resting you do more healing when you rest and when you sleep because when you're resting your your heartbeat is still um you know still beating it's not slowing down when you sleep your heartbeat's slowing down so your organs start slowing down so you're actually healing so much more than when you sleep giving yourself that time is going to make such a difference and um just to also add in if you're feeling if you are feeling a lot of trauma and a lot of um you know anxiety i would google emotion um what's it called emotional ladder the emotional ladder and it yeah. gives you a number from one till 22 of different emotions 
of one being the higher vibrational one, which is happy. Yeah. Twenty two being the most lowest vibration energy that you could feel, feel, which is fear, anxiety, stress. Yeah. And um, you can start clocking how you feel. And even if you go from fear to jealousy, both emotions that none of us humans really enjoy that much. Yeah. Run up the scale. So you're actually getting closer to happiness. Right. When you start clocking your emotions, you can actually start being like, okay, although I still feel it's not a nice emotion, but resentfulness is actually a higher vibrational um, free, uh, an emotion than fear. Hmm. So from fear to resentful to jealousy, although they're all really horrible, you're actually getting closer to joy. Okay. And if you start clocking that, you can start seeing your progress. So taking that, taking that time out, one minute, yeah. ten seconds, five minutes, whatever you can do, be easy on yourself, start off small, don't be unrealistic, you are important, be kind to yourself, look at that emotional scale and start clocking your wins. Yeah. Oh, love that, wins, yeah. Yeah, and then with the people that are fortunate enough to have this time and space, chill yeah (laughs) look after yourself too that is very important and also that advice what i've just suggested come you know goes to to those people as well but use this time wisely what is it fill fill into that water how can you adapt how can you you know redirect your energy is this the time where you need to focus on healing your your mind or is this a time where you can you know step up and do but just 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 take this time to slow down yeah definitely brilliant brilliant so india how can people find out more about what you do and contact you uh you can find me on instagram at the energy coach underscore and also my website which is www.the-energycoach.com um i am offering sort of one-to-one healing and coaching at the moment as well as I have a monthly membership soul subscription which I guide my um, members through the spiritual journey really and just getting them reconnected more into with themselves into their soul in their intuition Um, I'm also launching over the next few weeks uh, intuitive healing meditations so and group healing um, sessions as well. So watch this space. It's the meditations. It gives the clients a lot more. Um, it empowers the clients a lot more because they'll be doing the healing. I'm just guiding and facilitating. Yeah, there's two different types of of work that I do. Um, but the group, the group healings, I'll be launching soon yeah awesome lovely (laughs) oh nice exciting so i'll put all that in the show notes anyway so guys you can contact india and find out more about her work but i just want to say a massive thank you india thank you for having me it's been so nice to be here yeah it's been lovely really really lovely so that was the lovely india majori If you enjoyed the episode, guys, please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. 
And to keep up to date with all of our forthcoming events and updates, please follow our page, The Trailblazers Journey, on Instagram. Can't wait to bring you another amazing guest next time. But in the meantime, please stay home if you can and please stay safe. Mm -hmm.